1: Welcome to the Tim DeMoss Show podcast. You can hear the program each weekday afternoon from four till five on AM560WFIL and WFIL.com.
2: AM560WFIL, WFIL.com. It's the Tim DeMoss Show. Thank you for tuning in. Happy Friday. Dropping to 30 for the low tonight. Mix of clouds and sun tomorrow. 42 the high and Sunday kind of cloudy High 40. Flyers home tomorrow afternoon, 1 o'clock, against Detroit. Excited for many reasons. One of them is that we have a couple of special guests today. One, you'll remember her from Happy Days, Marion Ross, Mrs. C, Mrs. Cunningham, going to join us for a little bit. And we also have a, a Mary... Our own Mary Campbell, who works here at the radio station, a woman of God who has been serving him for many years. And she's going to chat with us a little bit about the National Day of Prayer that's coming up. First uh, couple of days in May. We also have some contesting to do. And if we get a chance, we'll shoehorn in the, uh, the pun segment, which has become a staple of our Friday shows. Except it usually gets bumped because we have so much other stuff going on. Like giveaways and things. So, speaking of which... I'm going to do myself a favor and open the lines up right now. If you want to call to win a Dunkin' or Wawa gift card, call me up. We'll cover the cost of a few coffees for you or a hoagie or something like that and the cost of your next soda snack thing. 800-560-WFIL is our number, 800-560-9345. If you want to give a call right now, we'll grab a random caller to pick up one of those gift cards and mail it out to you. And you can choose if you would prefer Duncan or Wawa, or if it doesn't matter to you, we'll surprise you. 800-560-WFIL. Hello, who's this? Hi. Yes. This is Asanta. Asanta. Hi, How are you? I'm fine. <laughs> Good. Where are you today? I'm on the road heading home. Okay. Traffic look okay? You can be our traffic reporter. What route are you on?
3: Actually, no. I am on Bethlehem Pike. Okay. Old Bethlehem Pike. So it's the traffic is okay until I get to 309. I'm not sure. Yeah, 309 you know.
2: can be tricky.
3: All right. Yes.
2: Well, you're a winner. You choose. Duncan or Wawa? Uh, it doesn't Wawa. Yeah. We'll surprise you. Oh, Wawa? Okay. All right. Our uh, hardworking producer, the hardest working producer in Philadelphia radio right? between four and five, Joe Harnett will help you out. He'll take your info down and we'll get that out to you. Okay. okay. Thanks, take Asanta. Care. Have a wonderful weekend. Uh, take a short break and then we'll come back at you. We have Marion Ross, Mrs. C., Mrs. Cunningham going to join us for a little bit and then we'll continue our program from there. You're listening to The Tim DeMoss Show, AM 560, WFIL, and WFIL.com.
1: It's The Tim DeMoss Show Podcast. Available at WFIL.com. Thanks for listening.
2: Sunday, Monday, happy
1: days. Tuesday, Wednesday,
0: happy days. Thursday, Friday, happy days. The
3: weekend comes, my cycle hums. Ready to race for you. These days are all happy and for me. These days are all. Share them with me. Goodbye,
1: gray sky, hello, blue. Cause nothing can hold me when I hold you You feel so
3: right, you can't be wrong Rockin' and rollin' all we long. These days are all I've free These days are all Shall them free? I wanna
0: cruise her around the town Show everybody what I found Rock
2: and roll with all my friends Hoping the music never ends a-M-5-60-W-F-I-L. Oh yeah, You know the theme song. It's happy days and pleased to bring in to you right now the one and only Marion Ross, Mrs. C. Hello. Well, hello, Tim. How are you? Well, I'm doing great. Thank you for taking time to call in. Well, it's my pleasure,
3: darling, my pleasure.
2: Yeah, well, folks, of course, may know you first and foremost from Mrs. Cunningham on the show Happy Days, but you did a lot more on top of that before and after we could maybe get into, uh, but let's zero in on your book uh, first, My Days Happy and Otherwise. Tell us about it. How did it come about and what was important well, to you in writing it?
3: Yes, my my son brought this po- this man to my house. He said, Mother, he's going to write your, bu- your book. I said, no, 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 no. So the next thing I know, they've tied me to a chair, right? <laughs> and he kept me talking. And uh, we all have a story in us, you know? And I love, I love thinking about my – that I could be a little girl from Minnesota with a, a big dream and then do it. And so I did it. Yeah. You know?
2: Yeah, a lot of kids act when they're young, might be a school play or a Christmas pageant at church or something, but you had
3: early, it was in your blood from early on, right? Very, very much so. By the time I was about like 11 or 12, I I would go to the movies and the movies would just seep, seep into me and and I, I had to become... I had to become but somebody very special, you know?
2: Yeah I, well, yeah, I heard that you had changed the spelling of your name when you were 13. Is that true?
3: That's true. I got a little prayer book, and my name is printed in gold, M-A-R-I-A-N-R-O-S-S. Well, I thought, this is not going to look good on a marquee. This is not going to look good. So, what are we? We're like 13, so I changed it. I just changed it myself. I didn't
2: do anything legal about it. Okay. Very very, very forward-thinking of you, and that kind of leads into... You were working in, I think I counted up, uh, 15, 16 movies before you even got to Happy Days. When you were doing all those movies and having a chance to work with Ginger Rogers and Humphrey
3: Bogart and all those people, did that well, seem I, like... yes, yeah. because I was under contract to Paramount Studios okay. when I was 23, and in those days in the early 50s everything was shot on the lot all the movie stars were there and they were there for lunch and ginger rogers was wonderful to me and so was william holden and uh, it was it, it, it was thrilling in fact the director said uh, when the director thought I looked like Greer Garson, so he would say to me, "Miss Garson, what do you think about that?" Uh, <laughs> you know, and I had a very small part. I had very, I had very little to do, and I would think, "Well, there, I was a college graduate, so I would then have opinions about the script." Yeah, you know. Yeah. Then, then the next day he'd say, "And Miss Garson, what do you think about that?" That's, that's I didn't realize they were making fun of me. Yeah, you
2: know? but it must have been exciting. And yet, did you think, you know, there's there's still stuff out there I haven't gotten to yet? Or was that just, were you just happy doing what you were doing? Like, because Happy Days did come, you know, eventually and became a, a huge thing for you.
3: Yeah. No, I wouldn't have stopped. I wouldn't have, nothing would have stopped me. Yeah. No.
2: Yeah. So you could tell but, there was still more to come. And, and and after Happy Days, there was still plenty of,
3: of work available, too. um, Always, always, uh, always. Because uh, when after I left the uh, Paramount, then I I would go to. I worked at CBS, and we did a lot of live. We did all the television shows were live. Uh, That's amazing. So it was very. It was like being in a play. Because if you made a mistake, that's it's uh, you've just made a mistake. So you (laughs) got to go on the best you can. So it was very exciting.
2: Yeah uh you uh, chat with uh, Marianne Ross uh, uh, on uh, Tim DeMoss' show WFIL in Philadelphia and uh you know your your role as Mrs. Cunningham for more than 10 years talk about your character is there a, was there a process for you to figure out who she was how she thought how she spoke and and how she fit into the whole group or
3: no it was very natural okay. i just was like i was just myself pretty much okay. the, the, the 50s my 50s self you know yes Okay, but you know, when I came to Philadelphia, I think I did. I think uh, I did "Arsenic and Old Lace" with uh, Gene Stapleton on on a national tour, which was a great thing. Oh, wow. so I've I've had so many wonderful
2: experiences. Yes, you have. Yes, you have. And your character on the show seems to me, and not just with "Happy Days," but in general. Exudes a, a gentleness and a kindness, and, and your and your book as well. It's not like a tell-all book; it's more of a gentle thing. And um, what do you attribute those traits to? Like why you are kind or gracious as a person?
3: Well, yes. Well, I was raised in Minnesota, you know. Okay. In right, so bit I, I in a, in a quieter, gentler time, you know. Yeah. And now. Uh, uh, now all the young women are standing up and claiming their their rights, and yeah. good for them. But I was, I was willing to very slowly work my way up there.
2: Yeah. The legendary Gary Marshall, who wrote for The Tonight Show, Dick Van Dyke, Laverne and Shirley Mork, and Mindy many the other things. I understand he called you to get the ball rolling to possibly be part of Happy Days. What, what was that like to get that call?
3: How had he become aware of you? Um, uh, I I I know my name must have come up in the casting, you okay. know, and it was it's such a. Of easy part that it was no problem most mostly my lines were oh richie oh howard oh you're not eating things like that yeah so <laughs> then what they what we would do is we would sit around the table and read the script and they would say marion read all those other girls and read read those other women read you know yeah. read everything for us so i'm always constantly Auditioning for those writers, I would kill myself reading these parts. Their heads would snap around and they would and they begin to write better and better for me
2: interesting that the book my days happy and otherwise also you have a number of castmates who contributed uh when i look and i think about the, that cast so a lot of them had a lot of experience as well like you did like tom bosley and ron howard uh, henry winkler not as much but together what was it like with all that creativity in the same room you know did you guys gel pretty quickly and what was it like day to day
3: no we did we did gel very very quickly and um Also, you know Gary Marshall is so smart. We had a did I tell you we had a softball team? No, that's excellent. Yeah, we had a. He put us all uh, all on a softball team, but Aaron never played, so I'm the only woman on the team, and I played Rover, which is like get over on the infield, get over there, Marion, get (laughs) get over there, over there. So. And all the other kids were. Ron Howard was a wonderful ball player, and and so was uh, Anson Williams yeah. and Donnie Most, and uh, every everybody, everybody. And so they trained. They trained Henry Winkler to be a pitcher. He'd never played ball in his life. That's hilarious. And where would that you play? Just, team, just We played every major field all over the United States. When, and they gave us a, a device for meeting hundreds of people, you know?
2: Like for charity work or just a kind of a, like a fun three-inning game or something yeah, like that?
3: a promotion, just for promotion and charity. And Gary would say, get out there, meet the people, get <laughs> out there. So we, it was a way for us to hands-on meet all our fans. Yeah.
2: That's fantastic. Marion Ross uh, have been our guests. I know you have plenty going on. Um, our family used to, you had tons of roles, because after Happy Days, you were in a lot of, uh, you know, shows, sitcoms, and um, uh, voice work, you know, SpongeBob, Grandmother, and all that. Uh, but one of the shows that we used to watch back in the day was Touched by an Angel, and you were in their very last episode, if I remember correctly.
3: Oh, I know. I love Touched by an Angel. I love that show. I did several of those. Yeah. yeah. Was it a fun so... experience working with that crew, too? Well, that was Martha Williamson's, and it was a, was a wonderful show with wonderful actors, guests parts yeah. and um, so I've just had just in general, I've had a really nice nice time with myself, haven't
2: I? Yeah, well, when you look back over the landscape, I mean, do you think it's what traits I'm thinking whether it's the being a kind person, I think um, appeals to people. Is it, do you think some of that just hard work, perseverance uh, to look back and see all these different roles you've had the privilege of being a part of? And, and, and well, and, I was
3: I was careful with my life. I'll tell you that. In fact, people would be getting ahead of me, you know, getting ahead of me, and I would think, yeah, but I don't want to live that way. Hmm. I don't want to be that. I, you know, I was very watchful. I would watch people as they manipulated and weaseled their way. I mean, you look at somebody like a Marilyn Monroe. That's a tough way to go, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah.
2: Well, Marion, it's been a pleasure having you on. It's uh, wonderful. God bless you and thanks for taking time with us today.
3: Thank you so much, Tim. All right. Have a wonderful day. Thank you, darling. Bye-bye.
2: What a privilege, Marion Ross, Mrs. Cunningham. She has a book out called My Days, Happy and Otherwise. We're going to Take a brief break. We'll come back with another Mary, of sorts, Mary Campbell, who works here at the radio station. And she has a lot of wisdom to drop on us. I can just tell you that much. We also have our Now That's Punny segment to get in here somewhere. We'll get it all done before 5 o'clock. Thanks for listening today to Tim DeMoss Show on AM 560 WFIL and WFIL.com.
1: Have a guest you'd like to hear on the Tim DeMoss Show on AM 560 WFIL? Email Timmy D. At WFIL.com
2: 422, Tim DeMoss Show, Friday edition. Thanks for tuning in. We go from Marion Ross, Mrs. C, to Mary C, another C. Mary C, thanks for stopping in. Hello, how are you? Good. Thank you for stopping in here. Thank you for having me. Dropping in. Mary wears lots of hats. Literally and figuratively, she's been with the WFIL for how many years? This
4: is my 32nd year. Wow. How
2: about that? That's amazing. It is. For most of those years, you've also been associated with the National Day of Prayer, right? Yeah, this so. is my 27th year with them. Okay. Talk a little bit about the National Day of Prayer at a broad level okay. and then how you got involved with it. Uh, I used to call it an ADOP, <laughs> for short. Well... The National Day
4: of Prayer is going, uh, doing their sixty-something year, sixty-eighth annual observance coming up this May second, and um, they. um, It's always the first Thursday in May. Yeah, first Thursday in May. It is a national holiday, and uh, so we always ask people to take the day off. And join us someplace in prayer for our nation, which really needs it. Okay. And, uh, but we recommend that, and our mission is to, and let me read it. Sure. Is to, the National Day of Prayer is to mobilize united public prayer in America. So we want people to come out of the walls of the churches or wherever, and if they can make a public display of their First Amendment rights. And pray outside, mm. like everybody else is coming out of the closet. Sure, amen. Sure,
2: yeah. So, as an example, basically anybody wherever they may work, let's say they don't can't take the whole day off, but no. they could at least go outside at some point as, and gather. Uh, it'd be yeah. nice to have at least a couple people, right? So yes. you could tell something's going on over there, right?
4: Well, we have uh, we have a lot of people who stop at our uh, event. They can't stay the whole four or five hours that mm-hmm. we're out there praying. But uh, they come on their lunch hour. They some some fast their lunch that day. Some bring a brown bag, and so that they can come and be uh, in the in the presence of other people.
2: Okay, Mary mm-hmm. Campbell is with us. Uh, her she is the president of the Greater Delaware Valley National Day of Prayer Task Force. National Day of Prayer, as Mary was just sharing, uh, Thursday, May second of mm-hmm. this year, the sixty eighth annual observance. It's the first Thursday in May for many many years. There are You started to talk about that there. It's a, it's not just that day, but stop and start times. Uh, there are individual places for people to go. Yes. So talk about that, where if people want to get involved on whatever level they can. What are their options?
4: Well, we, uh, we're asking for volunteers, and uh, we're asking people who are willing to lead a prayer group okay. or just join one. Uh, some can just start it with a friend. We've had... Uh, Testimonies from women who started just two and ended up taking it to their prayer, uh, to their church, which took it up, and the church having to even hire a prayer minister. That's how it grew. So it doesn't matter how small it is, whether you're around the flagpole, whether you're at the post office, whether you're praying uh, in your home or at the county seat or. Mm-hmm. on the steps of a uh, city hall, the courtyard, or whatever. Uh, we go to national ground because it is a national day of prayer, but you can play, pray in the parks or uh, wherever.
2: Well, then the schedule, for those just tuning in, we we're we'll talk with Mary Campbell, who is the president of the Greater Delaware Valley National Day of Prayer Task Force. And again, this is a national event, the first Thursday in May. the One of the locations, the Independent... Uh, Independence Visitor Center grounds between Fifth and Sixth on North Market Street in Philly, rain or shine. Right. So let, we could talk about that event as a as a location people yes. can get to. Right. It's a, like,
4: a location in Philadelphia, but there are several in the Philadelphia city of Philadelphia. There are okay. things going on in West Philadelphia, Northeast Philadelphia, and Northwest and South Philadelphia as well. So you don't have to come to that one. You can be a part of something that you're having in your own section. But uh, this is on national ground, and uh, we gather, and we, st- we get there at 7 in the morning to pray over the place and consecrate it and all as a holy ground. Hmm. And we have praise and worship starting at 10, and promptly at 11, we go into a concert of prayer. And that will go on until 1.30, where people go up and pray for a particular event or one of the seven mountains. Then they go up unannounced because we're doing it for an audience of one. We're doing it for the Lord Jesus Christ.
2: Would it be accurate to say that then – because, again, the National Day of Prayer is to all over the place and our radio station broadcasts right. You know, in the multiple states and online, of course, all across the country. But um, do you find that – so some of these National Day of Prayer events for May 2nd this year – would be I'll call it more polished, but it's a little bit more like they've done it before. They're doing it a certain way, but then there are going to be some that are more just kind of like as simple as get your neighbor come out in your front lawn and let's pray together. Right, it's everywhere right. in between. Right. So if if that's then you know, people are listening wherever they're at with that the the ability to be involved, desire to be involved is there a best place to go to kind of explore their options yes uh,
4: and you can go online okay. org, and you have to spell out the entire thing, thing. Day of okay and you can really review everything that's going on uh, in the National day of prayer okay and uh, there's all kinds of uh, videos or yeah
2: resources resources
4: that you can get you can see and uh, maybe a particular one will be germane to what you you want to do. But mm-hmm. I ask everybody to pray and ask God what he wants them to do in their particular area.
2: If you had to highlight kind of the main um, point points or benefits of the National Day of Prayer, specifically, not prayer, mm-hmm. but in the National Day of Prayer, one was just a, kind of a public display. Maybe right. is that the biggest one where like, hey, there are a lot of people who want to pray. You may right. not hear about them on the news, but they're here. They're everywhere.
4: Well, when Mrs. Dobson was president, she always said, We ought to exercise our First Amendment rights because uh, if we don't, they'll be taken away like everything else. Hmm. And that is something that we do. There's some truth of that. You forget
2: Mm -hmm. that it actually is a right. Right. It is a right. Okay. Mm -hmm. So that's a big part of the National Day of Prayer. But then even like what things people would pray about, you know – I know there are individual days sometimes over the yeah. course of the year. Let's pray for back to school or this or that. Mm-hmm. Okay. So yeah, go ahead and talk, pray for America. There's, well, and this is, there's, I was going to ask you, I remember there being themes sometimes a little slug line each year. What's this year's? And
4: in- Well, our theme this year is love one another. Pretty timely. Pretty timely. And in this city of brotherly love, that is so perfect. Yeah. And uh, it's what we all need to do because uh, Jesus is love. And uh, if we, if we learn to, uh, be skilled in love, I think uh, we wouldn't have any situations.
2: It's, uh, there's mm-hmm. a lot of truth to that. Yeah. So, it covers
4: a multitude of, of sin, they say.
2: Now, you have, it's and many other things— um, Pray for America, you have like a bookmark here, which is pretty cool. Yeah. Because I know there are folks who will be listening and think, okay, this is, yeah, I would be interested in that. But they might feel a little bit like, I'm not sure really, I guess we'll just go outside and pray. But this is a a very handy resource.
4: Yes. And they can find that online when they go there. The seven uh, centers of influence, we call it. Some people call it the seven mountains. Yeah. But uh, they're inclusive. If you pray for these seven things, you've covered everything there is to pray for.
2: Okay and you so know. these are something that people uh, on the back, it's guidelines guidelines yeah. okay mm-hmm. so just so folks for a visual it's very it's very colorful it has a statue of liberty on the front and the words pray for america you know basically red white and blue a little grayish and then it says in his name the nations will put their hope from right. uh, the book of uh, Matthew but on the flip side there are those seven uh, mountains, as you say: government, church, military, family, education, media, business. Mm-hmm. And then there's a little something uh, you know to remind you how you can pray in those categories, right.
4: and how where you can go and find uh, scriptures to go along with it. If they want to concentrate on just one thing, some people might want to pray just for the military, and some might want to pray for the family. We certainly need that, and. Uh, others may want to concentrate on education they can pick whatever they want or they yeah. can pray for all of them in our event we pray we have we cover each one of these because we have a lot of time and to do that and sure. uh, it's a you know a planned out program right. so that we cover all of them
2: yeah 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 mary campbell our own mary campbell here from WFIL radio president of the Greater Delaware Valley National Day of Prayer Task Force brief break come back at you. We'll chat with Mary some more. We also have our Now That's Punny segment, Not Far Off. It's happening here on the Tim DeMoss Show, AM 560 WFIL and WFIL.com.
1: Live and local. It's the Tim DeMoss Show, weekday afternoons 4 till 5 on AM 560 WFIL and at WFIL.com. Our podcast continues.
2: 435 AM 560 WFIL, WFIL WFIL.com. Nice day. Cloudy and the mild side, but we're dropping a low of 30 by night. Mix the clouds and sun tomorrow, 42 the high, Sunday kind of cloudy high, 40. Flyers home, 1 o'clock tomorrow afternoon against Detroit. Mary Campbell's our guest on the Tim DeMoss Show, AM 560 WFIL, WFIL WFIL.com. Mary has worked here at the radio station for over 30 years and has been associated with the National Day of Prayer for most of those years, currently mm-hmm. the president of the Greater Delaware Valley National Day of Prayer Task Force. Uh, when did prayer become such an important part of your life?
4: I, when I look back, I would say I can remember uh, pr- really praying at five years old. Okay, really? okay. and uh, because uh, I, I uh, the school that I went to, that was something that we did and we were taught to do. Okay, and so. I started to look for the benefits of my prayers, and uh, even with the National Day of Prayer and all these years that we have prayed, I'm blessed and highly favored that I've seen some of the things manifest in my time, yeah. uh, many people pray, and they go on to be with the Lord, and they don't know that these things do come to fruition. But I've seen a lot of them, so I feel like I'm, I'm really honored and blessed for that.
2: Amen. Yes. That's good. Yeah. Uh, so that's been something that's part of, would you say, has yeah. been
4: part of your life for all your—, all your Yeah, it's been part of my life. life. And then uh, in the in the early 80s, around 1982, I joined a prayer ministry. I had never heard of it before— And one of the nights there at at a Wednesday night prayer meeting, uh, I got such an anointing on my life, and I didn't know what it was. And the Lord gave me the scripture that the Spirit of the Lord is upon me, and he's anointed me to, and I said, preach the gospel? And the Lord said, no, to pray. And I had never heard of that before because that was before the prayer movement. Mm. And uh, so— The very next day, it was on our station here that I heard uh, Papa Hagen uh, talk on prayer and what a high calling that was. And that because uh, the enemy doesn't care how much you preach or teach or sing or do everything else, but he always tries to keep you off your knees. And if you notice that all when they took prayer out of school and they try to take prayer from everywhere else, the enemy knows how powerful prayer is. But we as Christians sometimes are kind of lazy and let everything else uh, take up our time or make seem more important than praying, because we, unlike them, don't really realize how powerful we are when we pray. The devil trembles when we pray, especially when men pray.
2: That's a good point. That's really you know. There's a I remember a saying once saying, uh, "When we work, we work. When we pray, God works." Amen. And not that we're out of the picture, but just, well, we're we limited. In, yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. And we're limited. Whatever he, he we get per, done, we He get permits done.
4: us to, uh, to come to him. Uh, he has allowed this portable prayer and, uh, it's such a privilege.
2: How have you, uh, for those just tuning in, we chat with Mary Campbell. She's the president of the greater Delaware Valley national, uh, national day of prayer task force. Thursday, May 2nd is the national day of prayer this year. The first Thursday of each May is when that happens, uh, you talked about the, yeah, the devil wants to keep us off our knees. Yeah. And, and uh, I think most people can understand that challenge. So what have you done in your life or how has God helped you, you know, ov- overcome that challenge for lack well, of a better
4: Well, I haven't, except okay. that I have to fight it every day. Hmm. because I can come down and I can be in praise and worship and I can be, read my Bible and then something will come up. The phone will ring or I will say, I need to do this before I start my prayers and I have to do this before. That. But I have to fight that. You have to fight it all the time. You're in a battle and you have to know that. So you just have to tell the devil, get away. I'm going to pray. Hmm. Because he knows that if
2: you pray, God hears you and he answers you. <laughs> Amen? Amen. Amen. That's good stuff. Yeah. Uh, you know, and as we're talking about the event itself and why prayer matters, which you're, you know, really sharing well here about that, uh, there is a training session coming up uh, in uh, on March 9th, which is in Windcoat
4: Yes. at
2: Calvary Windcoat. Um Talk about that because there might be some people, again, we, we, if you're just joining us, we're talking about the fact that. On the first Thursday of May, the sixty eighth annual observance of the National Day of Prayer. There are locations where you can physically go to. Sometimes it might just be, hey, I have to be at work. I can't do anything more than step outside with a coworker and pray for a few minutes. Somewhere on the scale, you know, be involved. But if you want to be involved, maybe helping like organize or yes. whatever, this tra- this is a training session that would really be helpful, right? Yes, it will be. Okay. Talk about that if you would. What, what what's involved and, and uh is this a one time only like you got to make sure you're there
4: well it's a one time only but as I said there's so many resources on the website on the website okay you can always be trained and if they're praying, God will tell them what he wants them to be about in that particular area every area does it differently okay and I ask them to seek the Lord for that but we will be training and we will be coming together so people will know that they're not by themselves. And yeah, I, we matters. have a state coordinator who is uh, David Morton, and he comes from the western part up around Erie. He comes and he comes and helps to train. We go over what we do at our annual uh, prayer summit in in October, and we will be going over what we uh, just went to our northeast uh, uh, summit that we just had uh, last month. Okay. And we will share it with people there about what we did there so they will know some of the things that we do. That's good. And also people in the area who are, are organizing an event like in some of the counties uh they can give a report on what they did last year so the new people can see how different we are, yeah. how unique and maybe they could pick up points from different ones. Sure. So it's it's a
2: so fellowship the, uh, as well absolutely well in the context of it's good too and, yes. and the whole idea uh, in general i think whether it's prayer or life to remember you're not the only one right i think that's another tactic that the devil would have you feel like you're the only person who's that's right. experienced something or mm-hmm. feeling something mm-hmm. um so t- so to that point saturday march 9th calvary windcoat it's 11 to 3 yes. in the welcome center and that's going to be like you mentioned, recapping what's been happening, helps people get a vision. But then moving forward, uh, specifically, it's tying in with this year's National Day of Prayer as well, right? Yes, yes. So the people
4: will be ready, and we will introduce them to all our our theme uh, literature and all so that they can see if they want to order some of it. Uh, They don't have to. They can download it and have it printed out wherever they want to, Okay. Uh, whatever they want to use, in their event so we share with them everything that we have uh and then they can still go and check it out at the website i remember and we
2: mentioned a little earlier there's just those bookmarks that had the seven mountains as it were government church military family education media and business to pray for is there a place people if they wanted to get some of these is there can they, yes, order, them they, can, they can or? order
4: them online all they can order all the all the material they have a store okay and when they're on the website they can pick the different places and they can also find out where other events are being held okay. if they would like to just join an event in their area and just show so, up I mean, yeah right. they are posted uh mm-hmm. okay they can so look for it under the zip code under the city or the state Oh,
2: wherever. All right. Mary Campbell, president of the Greater Delaware Valley National Day of Prayer Task Force. Enjoying picking your brain, Mary. And we're going to do one more little segment with you. Uh, As we wrap up, we also have our Now That's Punny segment. Joe, you have the sound effects ready? We're going to get this queued up. We may even slip in a song or two. We'll get it all in here after our final break of the hour. It's the Tim DeMoss Show, AM 560 WFIL. WFIL.com.
1: Thanks for tuning in to the Tim DeMoss Show podcast with AM 560 WFIL and WFIL.com.
2: 446 AM 560 WFIL, WFIL.com. Mary Campbell has been our guest today. She works at the radio station and has done for over 30 years. And for most of those years has been associated with the National Day of Prayer. The 68th annual observance coming up Thursday, May 2nd. Uh, the Independence Visitor Center grounds in Philadelphia, Fifth and Sixth, between there on North Market, is one of the locations you can find it more online NationalDayOfPrayer.org, all spelled out. Uh, Mary herself, you know, has been a prayer warrior for many years, and I can testify to that. I remember uh, early in the uh, my time coming back to the radio station here after being away for a while. You wanted to circle up some of the the station personnel, and we just had some prayer in the lobby. Yes. You guys are praying over the program and over the radio station. So I can testify to that firsthand. <laughs> um, before we wrap up, though, two things. One is you've shared a lot already about like how God, what God's taught you about prayer. I'll just mm-hmm. say some things. But I don't know if there's anything else that comes to mind, just some wisdom about prayer, things you've learned over the years, things you had to work through, uh, or God's character in prayer, or any aspect of prayer that
4: well, yeah. I, I had uh, my license tag always said pray first, mm. okay? And that's that's the, the best advice I could leave for anybody because we usually uh, call on what we know, and we'll call up a friend, we'll go to Google, we'll, <laughs> we'll go every place else, and when we get to the end of ourselves, we finally realize that we can't do anything about a situation, and then we pray. But if we would pray in advance... I would say prayer as a preventive. You pray in the morning for your day. It's like hemming up the day and it won't ravel the rest of the day. So pray as a preventive measure as well. So you're always prayed up that whatever comes your way, you can handle it that
2: day. Yeah, that's good. And And then how can people pray for you? It's only fair. Yeah, well, right now the Lord has given me
4: a special uh, assignment for for children uh, uh, in the daycares. Okay. And He's interested in all the prayers. He reminded me that He's interested in prayers from the daycare children up to the patriarchs who've gone on. All those prayers are up there in a bowl, mm-hmm. and one is just as important as the other. But in our city of Philadelphia, uh, many of our children are not even ready for kindergarten. So the Lord had me do these seven mountains on uh, a sheet and gave take it to them to pray and uh, for the zip code that they live in. To and we went to the daycares and give the Christian daycares and yeah. gave them out gave them out to uh, as many as they wanted. We printed them up. They had to pay for nothing. And, and teach the children how to pray for where they live or where that's they great. go to school. So they learn how to pray for that. And it went, it went over so big that the Lord had me do a coloring book. So I have a coloring book that's on Barnes and & Noble and Amazon and, and all what's, of those. what's the name of it? My Prayer Coloring Book. Okay. And it has over 60 pages. So the Sunday schools use it that if they take – one page a week and teach on that page and have the children color from it, it'll take them a year to go through the whole book.
2: Okay. Yeah.
4: But they're learning how to pray even though they
2: can't read. That's really neat. Isn't it great? And let me ask you this, just on a practical note, for the Sunday school teachers amongst us who are Mm -hmm. listening to church leaders, could that be something that's like a – a complement to the lesson. Like it it could be the whole lesson yes. or it could be used in a way maybe that just takes up half the time so they can match right. it with something if they oh, want, yes. right?
4: yes. Yes, definitely. Ha- depends how
2: deep they yeah. want to get into it. Yeah,
4: okay. we don't tell them what to do or how to do it when we give them the maps or, or the or the seven uh, centers of influence. So we already know that they know what they're doing. Yeah. So we're just giving That's them great. something to add to it. And uh, it's, it's just been welcomed. As a matter of fact, I'm getting my... Second shipment of books of over 2,000 on Monday.
2: Of the coloring book? Yes. Okay, mm-hmm. right. It's not not a second coloring book, the first, no, the original. the first one. Okay, yeah. right. Mm-hmm. And the name of that again, just My Prayer? My
4: Prayer Coloring, coloring book. book. Mary yeah. Campbell. You know how the little kid said, it's mine. Yeah, yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> that's good. That, yeah. That factors in nicely. And something else that's really cool about that um, – when you said you went to the daycares, what, again, was it you were giving them? Was it a flyer kind of yes, sort of thing? Yes, it's it's, it one was a sheet? one sheet. Okay. On
4: one side have the zip codes of, of the city of Philadelphia. Yeah. And uh, on the back, it had the seven mountains on it.
2: Okay. And again, so, those seven mountains are uh, government, church, mm-hmm. military, family, mm-hmm. education, media, and business.
4: And that's what the whole book is about. But it's many pages teaching different things about each one of those.
2: You know what's so good about that is and I know we've been talking about this more and more for a radio station for WFIL to want to build into our local community. Mm-hmm. It's a blend of we have, you know, a lot of wonderful national ministries too. Right. But we also have an advantage that we're here we we don't want to not have those individual relationships. So mm-hmm. that daycare meant that daycare model, if you will, where you're saying, Listen, you're able to go to your neighbor. I'm thinking of it from a musical standpoint, is to interview bands who have this huge platform and local bands. And local bands want to be the national bands. Like, how mm-hmm. do we get bigger? How do we grow our thing? Right, right. Not that it's bad, but it was more like, well, the national people tell me that they wish they were smaller sometimes. Right. That's what Bill Graham had said. Did he? Yeah. Because so, yeah. the, the local bands have a, they can drill deeper. Right. You know, as opposed to if you're a big band, you don't have time for everybody. Yeah. So. That's great. That's really But I, I don't
4: want the people to leave out the children. There are many people who work with children. So even if they're small children, they can still have a prayer gathering with them, no matter where they are yes. as well. And see, that's teaching them. That this will grow up in them, and we don't have to worry about getting prayer back in school. When these kids are taught to pray in the in the in the daycare, they take it into schools themselves. It's like
2: cell phones. You know how then, you probably how go about, to a concert right? and they used to say all oh, no recording devices. Try to enforce in that now. Right. I mean, with everyone with a phone. Right. are like, basically, everyone, check your phone at the door, not going to happen. <laughs> check your prayer at the door, not going to yeah, happen. Not going to happen. <laughs> yeah, It's great. in them. Yes. Mary Campbell has been our guest. She's the president of the Greater Delaware Valley National Day of Prayer Task Force, and a couple of the things on our radar. Saturday March 9th at Calvary Wincote in Wincote from 11 to 3 in the Welcome Center where there'll be some training for those who want to get more involved in terms of a volunteer position perhaps or how, how they can help run something in their neck of the woods uh, but also the National Day of Prayer itself on Thursday May 2nd and again there are locations for that but it, as as it is with the gospel you can go to a church building which is good and yeah. helpful but you don't have to you could gather on your front lawn or or outside of work for 10 minutes on the National Day of Prayer just for that public display of we're going to show yes. that prayer is where it's at. Yes. Do you have a favorite verse? There's so many verses on prayer. Do you have a verse or two or a passage you, you think about or an aspect of prayer maybe that that uh, stands out? Because there's so many. We read the other day the, Jesus feeding the 5,000 yes. and how he gave thanks. Oh, yeah. You talk about the fact he gave thanks before the miracle happened. Okay, and that's the <laughs> secret because
4: uh, when you give thanks – it brings on multiplications of, of more things. Hmm. So if you're grateful, if you come with a grateful heart first, it's just like any other parent when you give your children things all the time and they never say thank you. Uh, that That's doesn't make you feel good, you <laughs> right. know. So the father loves to have thanks, and uh, we Jesus gave the model. So we just need to follow that. Uh, yeah. When I started a prayer, uh, family prayer in my home uh, on the direction of the Lord, I said, what should be the curriculum? He says, don't let them ask me for anything until they thank me for what they already have. Yeah. So we good. need to be grateful and thankful for what we have. We are blessed people. Amen. Amen. Amen.
2: Mary, thanks for coming in. Thank you. Yeah, my privilege. Yes, More- mine too. I love you. Uh, uh, we love you too, Mary. Mary Campbell, our guest national day of prayer and that music can only mean one thing we gotta get this in here it's our famous friday show time for now that's punny ready? joe you ready with the sound effects Whew, it's important this is one of the most i mean there's prayer we had Marion and ross from, from happy days earlier and now we have puns joe i don't know if i told you but i have a different i work besides here i have another job yeah i do it's at the concrete plant it seems to be getting harder and harder,
3: though. <laughs>
2: <laughs> with all the weather, you know, some people are. With all the rain and right out front, there's like a stream, like a torrent of water coming down. So, it gets people thinking, yeah, maybe I should build a boat. If you, yeah, you know, if you need to build a boat or an ark, I know a guy. Yes, Noah got yeah. All right. It wasn't that great. Probably should give me a polite golf clap. I'll admit it. You know, Sue broke her finger today, Joe? Yeah, at the front desk. Yep, Sue broke her finger. But on the other hand, she was completely fine. Hey, it's a good joke. Joe, did you know that the first computer dates back to Adam and Eve? Yeah, it's true. It was an apple with limited memory, just one bite. And then everything crashed. crashed. Right. (laughs) Doctor, there's a patient on line one that says he's invisible. Well, tell him I can't see him right now. (laughs) Polite golf clap. I must protest. Joe, I do want to thank you for explaining the word many to me earlier. It means a lot. (laughs) Indeed. Indeed. You know, I was reading the paper today and I saw an ad for burial plots. I thought to myself, that is the last thing that I need. <laughs> you're laughing, but you're me the crickets. It's not right. All right, we'll wrap up with the fact that I never told you this. I, I'm going to tell you it's something most people keep to themselves, but I was addicted at one point to the Hokey Pokey. Yeah, but then I turned myself around. Thank you so much. Ladies and gentlemen, tip your wagers. Enjoy the veal. We'll be here all weekend. You know, we had Mary and Ross, Mrs. Cunningham, Mrs. C from Happy Days earlier. Then we had Mary C, Mary Campbell from the radio station. I'm thinking we need to play Double Mary to wrap up the show. Can we do that, Joe? Let's do it. This is a classic Mary Mary song called Shackles. Have a great weekend, everyone.
3: Mine, I just can't seem to find a reason to believe that I can break free. But you see, I have been down for so long, feel like all hope is gone. But as I lift my hands, I understand that I
1: should raise it through my personal thing. Thanks for listening to the Tim DeMoss Show Podcast. Feel free to tune in to the full show each weekday afternoon from 4 till 5 on AM 560 WFIL
0: and at WFIL.com